We are back on Healthcare Experience Matters. Joining us today is Laura Orr. She's the CEO of Forward Governance Consulting. And of course, Katie Owens, president of the Healthcare Experience Foundation, both join us today for a chat about their recent article that actually came out in the American Hospital Association's Trustee Insights publication, and it was called The Board's Role in Care Experience. So we will link to that article in its entirety in the description of this podcast. And I want to kick things off here by both of you just briefly introducing yourself, and then we'll go into a little high-level overview of the article. Katie, let's start with you. Sure. Thanks, Casey. We're just so excited to be here. And as I really reflect on uh, the topic today, I'm also really reminiscent of the dots that connected to bring Laura and myself to this conversation. We've had the opportunity to collaborate now, Laura, I'm thinking well over probably the last 18 years in so many different capacities and just have the deepest respect for your expertise in, in healthcare and in particular, um, over the last many years, really your national leadership in governance and to be able to tag your experience with helping boards across healthcare and then our work um, bringing healthcare experience improvement strategies together. It's just such a blend of, of both of our organization's expertise. So um, thank you for the opportunity to collaborate on this article together. Thank you. I am um, so thrilled to be back with both of you. And I, I don't think I could say it any better, Katie, than you already did. So such a pleasure to collaborate once again on this article. As Casey said, I'm the CEO of Forward Consulting. And we do a few things. We do uh, nonprofit board governance work, helping boards be the most effective they can be. We do strategic planning and executive coaching. Uh, but today really focused on board excellence and how we utilize that to increase the overall healthcare experience. So thank you both. Yeah. And Laura, let me direct the first question to you. Can you just give our listeners kind of just a high level overview of what the article was about? I'd be happy to. Thank you. So when we think about healthcare experience today, uh, we really wanted to focus on the broad continuum. So we thought about uh, patient experience, the patient family's experience, staff experience, provider experience. So really thinking about that in a very broad brush way. And when you think about healthcare boards today, there is so much complexity that board members are wrestling with, that executive teams are wrestling with. And we just wanted to take a moment and say, let's step back as boards and make sure we're also focusing on the overall healthcare experience, which is so incredibly important this day and age and making sure it's not falling through the cracks at the governance level, because there's so much power that the board can help drive in healthcare experience. So we touched on multiple ways of how the board can do that. And Katie, I wanna ask you about staff turnover as that may be a topic very much on the minds of a lot of people in healthcare. So how can the board address this issue of staff turnover? Sure, you know, happy to really explore this further. You know, at, at the end of the day, culture starts at the top of every organization and how a, a CEO and the board chair partner together to really influence what does this organization want to be known for? What's their unique 
value proposition to every employee who joins the organization? What are our strategies to recruit and retain the very best? And how can we role model the culture and, and really the brand of our organization so that the team members that we bring in, whose hands we count on to deliver excellent care, feel supported, have the opportunity to uh, participate in a way that's meaningful to them personally and professionally. And we all know healthcare turnover is, is one of the most prominent topics of board and executive team conversations going into the year. And so how the management team partners with the board to support that culture, to develop their leaders, to retain team members, how to address macroeconomic issues around labor workforce, um, compensation, competing on culture and, and employee and physician engagement is a competitive advantage are all really important collaborations between management and governance. I love that, Katie. And if I could just jump in and add a few things, when I think about individual board members, what I often hear is, well, how can I, as an individual board member, truly impact staff turnover? And there are a couple of like, really tangible things that we can think about as well. And um, some of those are things like making sure board members are lending their voice. You can use internal publications, internal opportunities, just to lend your voice or to be present at an event to make sure that staff and providers know the board members are supporting them, they understand what they're up against in today's world. Being visible can be really important. And the other one that I would throw out there would be um, orientation. Having board members participate in new employee orientation can do a couple of things. It can um, show the support and demonstrate the importance at the same time of um, the overall healthcare experience. So setting that expectation for employees at the board level from the very beginning of their tenure in an organization. So we can get creative on how board members can do that at an individual level as well. I was just a few weeks ago um, on site in Houston at Texas Women's Hospital, and it was for physician leadership development. And their chief executive officer, Gina Bamberg, uh, their chief medical officers, Dr. Cindy Selnick, were intentional to invite not only the board chair, but also some board members. And so in a you know full day session, you have the board chair and board members interacting with medical staff leaders, talking about uh, leadership development, workforce engagement, and just that level of, to your point, Laura, connectedness to the community and really demonstrating, I see you, I hear you, you matter. It, it just was bi-directionally powerful. So finding those micro moments really build that connection to why for everyone. I love that. Excellent. Yeah. And Laura, I'm going to direct this next question at you. Um, tell us about how the board in, can include patient and staff experiences in the quality plan and how that's kind of tied into the organization's overall success. Absolutely. So certainly when we think about quality in an organization, we're absolutely focusing on the overall healthcare experience as part of overall quality. Um, so hopefully most organizations, if not all, are including components of experience in their, their annual quality plan or their multi-year quality plan. 
But some of the ways um, I think about that or what it can look like pretty tactically, um, well, I'll back up a minute and just say most organizations have some type of quality committee of the board that reports to the board. That committee should should certainly be um, extremely well versed and know the the information and the data in the organization pretty pretty deeply. So having a solid handle on what are the metrics we're using around experience, where are we performing, where are we not performing. This also goes back to the board culture that Katie talked about. Is there a trusting and transparent board culture? So we are looking at data when it's not good. We are sharing examples when it's not where we want it to be. And we're also sharing with the board what's being done to improve it. So the board can not only A, be aware, but B, hold the management team accountable. So I think, um, first of all, just making sure it's included in the quality plan. There's a focus, we have clear measures, we have clear goals we're trying to meet. Um, we're reporting on those back to the board and to the quality committee. And then the other component I would say closely related uh, from an accountability perspective is taking some of those experience metrics that are in the quality plan and tying those to the executive incentive plans is incredibly important, just like you would key financial metrics or key safety metrics, um, making sure these experience metrics are in there as well. And Katie, back to you. I want to know about what steps boards can take to build trust and transparency into decreasing employee engagement and low staff morale. I mean, this kind of dovetails into some of the turnover chat we had um, earlier, but it's a little different. So I wanted to get your take on that. Sure. And, you know, as, as everyone can see in the article, Laura and I really tried to focus on a few key metrics that we're paying attention to nationally. You know, we know there's been a lot of variability in patient experience results. We're seeing some consecutive declines in employee and physician engagement. And, you know, some, some very tangible steps include things like how do we reframe our messaging? How do we focus on acknowledging the the um hurt and the the challenges of the last few years with a positive growth mindset orientation for how do we move forward and i think strategies like visibility rounding you know with management on the floors interacting with patients bringing recognition to staff we've seen some incredible uh, board recognition programs where staff are invited to board meetings to talk about uh, their role and why their role matters to um, patient experience and, and the community. Um, and then establishing recognition programs where the board members recognize leaders, staff, and physicians who are making a difference, you know, are, are some small steps, in it, but yet carry a big wake behind them in terms of creating more positive momentum in organizations. Yeah, it's really well said. And we've covered a lot on this show so far. And of course, as we work towards wrapping up, I want to just make sure if there was anything else that was important to mention, I gave you both the opportunity to give us some final thoughts here. So either one of you, please. I'm happy to start. Um, we've covered a lot, as you said, but I just think I would reiterate, we know health healthcare is more complex than ever. Right now, these volunteer fiduciary board members have a lot on their plate and a lot to focus on. So again, I would just encourage 
to ensure we are also focusing on the overall healthcare experience, knowing how important it is. And so much of board members' time is spent in a boardroom. And so Katie said it beautifully, get out, experience the experience, if you will, round with staff, round with providers, round with patients and families. That's where the experience is happening. And where board members, um, I love that bi-directional term you used where they are getting feedback and they're also sending such a powerful message. It just takes intention and a little bit of time. Uh, and, and I think that intentionality can be steps like, you know, building recognition into the board agenda and being strategic on a regular basis to look at these key outcomes and to serve as that collaborator in the eyes and the ears of the community in support of the management team. And what we hope is for everybody that's able to download the article that everyone walks away, whether you're trustees or management, with some really practical steps to take to support um, what we know is all an important calling for every one of us. Folks, you've been listening to Laura Orr. She's the CEO of Forward Governance Consulting and Katie Owens, who is the president of the Healthcare Experience Foundation. We've been talking about their recent article, The Board's Role in Care Experience, that came out in American Hospital Association's Trustee Insights publication. And we really encourage you to read this. So please check out the description in the podcast episode. And thanks again for your time, both of you. 